Now it's time for our Civic Conversations, a podcast collaboration with WFHB and the League of Women Voters. In today's show, host Jim Allison speaks with Nicole Brown, Monroe County Circuit Court Clerk, about what it is like to be a woman in politics. The League is a nonpartisan, grassroots, citizen-led organization that has fought since 1920 to improve our government and engage all citizens in the decisions that impact their lives. Civic Conversations is available online at wfhb.org and wherever you find your podcasts. This is Civic Conversations, a podcast collaboration between the League of Women Voters of Bloomington, Monroe County, and WFHB. I'm Jim Allison, your host, and our producer is Becky Hill. You can find us each month on WFHB at 93.1 and 98.1 FM. Today, we welcome Nicole Brown, who is Monroe County Circuit Court Clerk. Ms. Brown, thanks for being with us today. Thank you for having me. Uh, let's start off by asking you to tell us something about yourself and how you got into politics. All righty. I'll start with the fact that I am a proud and lifelong Hoosier. I was born and raised in Gary, Indiana. I came to Indiana University in 1986 to study criminal justice. Like many IU Hoosiers after graduation, I decided to remain in Bloomington, and this has been my home for nearly 35 years. With respect to politics, I think the fairest thing to say is that I kind of backed into politics. That was not my original plan. It wasn't my original path. I was asked by the previous Monroe County clerk to serve as her chief deputy. And in my mind, I was simply going to learn from her and uh, gain some managerial experience that I could uh, use going forward in my professional career. When she made a decision to step down for health reasons, by that point, I genuinely felt that I could make a difference in Monroe County. I ran in the caucus and was successfully appointed to Monroe County clerk. And then in 2018, I ran for my first term as clerk. And it's very serendipitous and incredibly fortunate that I have this opportunity to serve and I enjoy it very much. I see it. Well, it was a happy accident, I must say. What would you say are some of the critical traits for a person seeking office and especially for a woman seeking office? I would not want to single out traits based upon gender. Uh, I believe it's important to have compassion. I believe it's important to have integrity and to have drive. Do you have a desire to help others without needing to get the credit. Okay, admirable qualities all. Tell us, have you had a special mentor in your personal life or your professional life? It would be difficult for me to pick one person. I believe that it takes a village and I've been incredibly fortunate in my lifetime to have had the most amazing cheerleaders But if I absolutely had to pick one today, 
it would be my friend Matthew, who was my first best friend in college, and he's been an incredible supporter, my biggest cheerleader, and he's simply the most honorable man that I know. I see. Let's talk a little bit about the 2018 midterm elections. Those elections saw a record number of women elected to office. Why do you think so many women are entering politics today? That's an excellent question, Mr. Jim. And the sarcastic side of me wants to reply to you immediately that if you want something done right, you need to put a woman in charge. <laughs> That's what I believe. Um, but the mismanners part of me is mindful that more women are stepping forward so that all voices, all perspectives, and all issues are represented at the table. I see. Uh, what special challenges do you think a woman in politics might face today? Well, regrettably, I think that there are some stereotypes applicable to female candidates that I, I simply don't think that you would consider if a if you were talking about a male candidate for office. So I never hear anyone ask a male candidate about his ability to not only run for office, but raise the kids. Um, it, it's just simply not done. And it's unfortunate that we still have that type of um, split, gender split with respect to stereotypes. Fair enough. Uh, tell us, what special challenges do you think a woman faces in politics today? I, I think that it, it is those stereotypes um, that would not be applied to men and you know, thinking about no one asking a female candidate, or I'm sorry, more people asking, a can, uh, talking about what a candidate is wearing, how they're doing their hair. Um, I think those are challenges that stand in the way of any female candidate who just wants to sit down and talk with you about the issues and have a pointed and poignant conversation about relevant issues today. Uh, do you think we need more women in the local politics now? And if uh, so, why? Why? Of course I do. Uh, we need those voices at the table. We need that, um, all these perspectives and all kinds of ideas, wherever they come from. And so wh whomever we can have at the table and whatever we can do to get all the issues out and discussed, absolutely, more women should be a part of that discussion. All right. And I have to confess, Nicole, that I took a look at your website the other day, and I was amazed to see such a variety of official responsibilities. To name just a few, traffic tickets, child support, marriage licenses, the election board. How in the world do you manage such a varied domain? Well, it certainly isn't for the faint of, for the faint of heart, but I'm incredibly fortunate to have the support of an amazing team that I get to work with each and every day. Their gifts, their talents, their abilities make me shine each and every single day. And I'm smart enough to know that. I see. Now, your website uh, suggests, in addition, that you attach special importance to voting centers. How exactly does a voting center work and would it play a special role in a community like our Bloomington? Would you have one, for example, in the Indiana uh, Union? Uh, for uh, services to, to students? 
That's a great question. I want to be very clear. Monroe County is not currently a vote center county, but it certainly could be. And there is a special role for voting centers if and when the time is right for Monroe County. Absolutely. Our Indiana University students, we certainly want to make sure that they have access to the ballots. And we are very, I'm very fortunate to have a polling site at the IMU. And certainly that would be a strong contender as far as a voting center site in Bloomington. Um, I think the easiest way to explain a voting center is to kind of uh, remind Monroe County voters of what it's like to vote early in, in Monroe County when you come to Election Central. That essentially is a voting center because no matter who comes in, no matter what precinct they're from, we can print their ballot. It's referred to as ballot on demand. You get the same ballot that you would have gotten on election day. And so if we had voting centers, that would simply be a specified number of sites that are well positioned throughout Monroe County. And anybody for any reason could go to any voting center and get the ballot that they would have received on election day. The point of contention, at least one point of contention, would be our more rural and elderly residents um, who might not be able to get out to a site that wasn't close to them, closest to them, even though they would have the, the option to vote at any center. If we took one away that was close to them, that that could pose an issue. Understood. Uh, many people think that the gold standard in election security is a risk-limiting post-election audit. Porter County did one of those in 2019. Could you tell us a little bit about uh, what uh, that kind of audit is, what it amounts to, and whether there are plans maybe to have one in Monroe County someday? Okay, well, we absolutely will, Mr. Jim. A risk-limiting audit, because um, that's just not a term that comes across your lips every day. It's a tool that allows you know, an election community to review what happened in the election and to make sure that the ballots were counted the way that they were intended to be counted, that if we have 500 ballots, we can account for 500 votes distributed among the different candidates on that ballot. Um, and we certainly will. You've asked for a risk-limiting audit. We will have risk-limiting audits in Monroe County. I heard it and we're excited to implement those. Um, one of the things that I learned, particularly following the November general, is that there are any number of ways to run a risk-limiting audit. And so right now, what I am doing is working closely with our vendor to figure out the best risk-limiting audit that's a good fit for Monroe County. Very good news indeed, thank you. And to our listeners, thanks for listening to us on Civic Conversations. This is Jim Allison of the League of Women Voters, Bloomington, Monroe County. The League of Women Voters is a nonpartisan, grassroots, citizen-led organization that has fought since 1920 to improve our government and engage all citizens in the decisions that impact their lives. In April 2021, please join us when we talk with Professor Emeritus Marjorie Hershey, 